0: Hi guys, it's Caitlin, and you are back with another episode of Girl Wasted. I have a special guest with me today. It is Peter Greenwood. How are you doing?
1: I'm very well. Nobody's ever described me as special before, so I feel brilliant now. Thank you so much.
0: Well, VIP in the room.
1: (laughs) Well, a P at least.
0: Ah, PG, but it's PG.
1: Yep. (laughs) I make that joke all the time and nobody gets it, and so for you to actually make that joke, I am so happy. Thank you so much.
0: You're welcome. I actually was thinking about it, I was like... We could put it rated PG and rated PG for Peter Greenwood.
1: I want that more than <laughs> anything.
0: he <laughs> were like, "What the fuck did she mean rated PG?" No, 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 I heard
1: the lube episode. What's she talking about PG?
0: Ah, killer lube, and now it's PG. What?
1: Yeah.
0: Keep people guessing. Keep them yeah. on their toes.
1: <laughs> they never know what's going to happen. hundred yes, percent. So, how are you today?
0: I'm doing okay. I'm just having a bit of a mental moment. Um, <laughs> my whole life. Um. <laughs>
1: i relate to that on a spiritual level
0: yeah so like obviously tier four there's not much you can do all the little bars and restaurants are trying the hardest to do like Mm takeaway um so i'm just sitting here like do i buy christmas presents or do i get fat like what's the toss-up here what's better for my mental health yeah (laughs) um yeah have you done any christmas shopping
1: I actually started my Christmas shopping back in February, back when coronavirus Shop. was just a rumour. I went out and I bought a few bits and bobs because uh, I'm normally really badly late with Christmas stuff. So I was like, right, I'm going to get a head start on it. I'm going to start in February. And then it kind of vanished. I, mm-hmm. Other things became a bigger priority. So I'm like, okay, this can go to the back. So I'm starting to get some Christmas shopping done now. And I hate it.
0: Yeah, it's a hard time. Hard time to buy things. Um, mm-hmm. A guy I work with was like, yeah, so I actually have all my Christmas presents and I've dressed them up under my tree and I was just like, can you not do that? Like, do you think I give a fuck? Look at my face. <laughs> Look at my face and tell me if I give a fuck. Like, honestly. And then every- he was come in, now, they were all beautifully wrapped and his tree was amazing. But he would then be like, you don't appreciate these things. Well, yeah, no fucking shit. I haven't got a single thing in. It is October. You shouldn't have to shut up. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs>
1: That's um, been driving me absolutely crazy. People putting up Christmas stuff before uh, before December. It's not even December. We're recording this on the 31st of November. Mm-hmm. Not the 31st, the 30th. Is there a 31st <laughs> of November? Let me check.
0: 30 days has September, April, May, and November. So,
1: oh, so there's not even a 31st <laughs> of December. I just invented a day. That's some bullshit right there. But. Don't uh, add
0: any more and it's 2020. We can't cope.
1: Yeah, we need less 2020. <laughs> That's what we need. But yeah, people just going wild with Christmas stuff and it's like,
0: it's not even December, you son of a bitch. Take it down! Honestly. But I have seen this thing. I don't know if you maybe have heard of it. It's called Shiny Light Scotland.
1: No, I haven't heard of it.
0: No. So. Because the nights are drawing near and it's darker and people obviously have the kind of, what's it called? Seasonal depression and stuff hmm. like this.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, It's to make the nighttime walks that people obviously have because it's fucking dark at four o'clock. Yeah. Um, a lot brighter and shinier and pretty, which is just kind of a vibe. Yeah. But I also kind of feel it's like a cheap way of them being like, you're not getting Christmas lights this year fuck off do your own <laughs> you yeah know? so see that's, that's but, a good yeah. idea
1: I, I hadn't heard of that that's a good idea and it makes sense but you're yeah. right i wonder if it is just for council being like we're not paying to send people up up on those big tall things to put up christmas lights do it yourselves you la you lazy fuckers we've done enough for you we exist it's like no you have, yeah. you have done less than nothing for us but thank you
0: we pick up three pieces of letter a day and that's the top yeah. you know that's top line. Honestly, so it's yeah, it's quite cute. So people are putting up like fairy lights and other kind of not Christmas decorations, but like supposed to be like lights and things in their windows, just to kind of I suppose get people something to do. And it means also like if you're going out with like, your kids or whatever, you can point them out like oh, at lights, da da da, all that cute stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's supposed to kind of help with seasonal depression and mental health nonsense but people have taken us so far and now like everyone's just like well the lights are up we may as well fucking put the tree up and i'm just like "Ah, oh, dear we're very like 12 days before and usually not 12 days after i think last year our tree was down on new year's eve
1: that's a good way to be yeah yeah 12 days before and 12 days after just kind of makes sense
0: yeah, it's always been, like, the tradition. And also, we have, so I've got sisters, and, like, we used to have a dog, and it was, like, a full, like, oh, my God, what's going on? And Christmas tree being put up is fucking horrific. Like, it's quite, quite intense. Like, do you know that way? Everyone's just like, what the fuck are you doing? And you're just like, okay, great. Love that for us. Yeah. Uh-
1: <laughs> do you have real, tr- real Christmas trees, or do you use a fake tree?
0: We use a fake tree, but it looks real.
1: Yeah when i was growing up i was used had real trees because i grew up in the middle of nowhere surrounded by forests so we could get a real tree <laughs> really easily sorry forestry commission if you're listening but don't at me uh <laughs> so we'd get the real tree but the real tree leaves pine needles all over the yeah, floor it, yeah it smells gorgeous but it can be like you're walking along in february and all of a sudden your foot gets spiked like, what the
0: fuck is that ow a little bit of christmas revenge
1: yeah, it's like, you ch- you cut me down. Now my ghost is going to kick your ass. Well, thank well, you, I Tree.
0: Well, I work in the West End of Glasgow. Um, and you'd be surprised the amount of people who refuse to get a plastic tree and they just all get real trees. And then... You hear the stories of how they had to wrestle up and down the stairs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, see, if you just had a fake tree and yeah. kept it in your flat, you'd only have to wrestle up and down once And when you move out. So I don't know if you should really be grateful about that, you know? Yeah,
1: but you also <laughs> get the, the saddest thing on earth is like, beginning of January, through January, you see all these dying Christmas trees put out by the front door and they just sit there for weeks because the council don't uplift them. And they gradually turn brown, and the leaves yeah. drop off, and it's just the, the saddest thing on earth. There's nothing worse than a than a dying Christmas tree.
0: I kind of feel like they should be putting like a wee fire for firewood.
1: That's a good idea. Let's do that. We can start that, can't we?
0: We'll do a January bonfire, right?
1: That's <laughs> it's a good not idea, Guy
0: Fox. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Bring your sad Christmas trees and set them fire.
1: That's actually a good idea, because everybody's miserable in January, so why not move Guy Fawkes night with fireworks and a bonfire to January, where you can burn your Christmas tree. I think we've discovered something here. <laughs> we have found a thing.
0: GW and PG going the- out there for the fucking Christmas trees.
1: Yes. Kind Hash- of sound
0: like we have a bit of a um, vendetta, you know?
1: It does a bit. Like, we probably sound quite crazy now.
0: Get them in the van. Yes. <laughs> That would be so fun. I would totally do that. Just go around, pick up... Well, I don't have a van. um, But, like, pick up all the trees and just fuck them into a big bonfire. That would be yeah. cute.
1: That is a good idea. We can do it in the middle of George Square. Like, come and see us burn this shit. It'll be good.
0: It's so fucking, like, medieval almost, isn't it? Like... Yeah.
1: <laughs> and it can be like, okay, goodbye Christmas. It's, like, symbolic. Like, saying goodbye to Christmas. Like,
0: catch you. You're done. Yeah, like a cremation.
1: Yes. Wow. We like... have found a thing. I was going to say, see if in like a thousand years' time, this has caught on because of this podcast, I'm going to be demanding some royalties, but in a thousand years' time, I'll be dead, so it won't matter.
0: It feels very like Viking, do you not think?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, very kind of, what's yeah. the word I'm searching for? Primal. Yes, that's the word. Yeah, like Fire and stuff. It'll be good.
0: Just start burning some shit, little, what's it called? Not kleptomaniacs. Um,
1: Arsonist? Oh. Yeah, is it? Yes, Cle- what's a kleptomaniac?
0: someone who steals things right like course. compulsively yes. arsonists
1: yes <laughs> yeah. yes i see now yeah and okay <laughs> down with the trees <laughs> down with the trees and anything else we can get our hands on
0: um how did you find like the get wasted stuff because i just remember i think i was doing a live with cleopatra and mm-hmm. we kind of like she gave you like a little shout out <laughs>
1: yes she did which was lovely of her thank you so much for that cleopatra if you're listening and why wouldn't you be i exactly. actually had discovered your podcast before cleopatra Ooh. interview uh i hadn't really engaged with it i'd, I'd listened to maybe an episode or so but an episode and then i got distracted by something and never really went back to it but it was when cleopatra was doing the interview interview i was like oh, okay I'll, I'll stick around with this and that's that's how i came to discover you and find out all about you as listeners yeah, of literally. your last episode will know
0: all oh, about my tragic dating life um just out of pure curiosity mm-hmm. because i've never actually had someone that's like found me like you know what were your thoughts and views from that first episode
1: i'm trying to remember what the first episode i listened to was but i can't remember to save my life but what i really like about you is that this is going to sound kind of generic but what i what i mean is that (laughs) you are unfiltered you just Mm. say what you think and that is so refreshing like on a podcast you can kind of say and do anything you like but so many people have guards up and don't tell things like they are but you just come out there and say it. you just say anything and ask people the best questions which is brilliant i wish i could do that why can't you i well here's the thing is that i've been doing radio for nine years and you kind of get into a certain rhythm of doing radio like there's certain questions there are questions i want to know from guests but then you there are also questions that you know the audience wants to know. So that's kind of what you have to ask. So I can't just be like, so, did you get laid last night? That kind of thing. Yeah. So, did you get laid last night? (laughs) No, I didn't. Sadly. (laughs) It's been a very long winter.
0: Tier four, yeah.
1: (laughs) And it's only been a few months.
0: Well, honestly, we're all on our way out of 2020, man. I can feel it. Like, the knuckles are bare. Like...
1: (laughs) But yes, yeah. That's what I, that's what I enjoy about your podcast is that you're just you're you I, I hate saying the term refreshingly honest, but listening to you does is a different experience. That's why I like you.
0: A different experience. I'm taking that. I'm going to rate that somewhere.
1: Put it on a t-shirt. Like put your a logo. A experience. Yeah. And on the back have the words a different experience.
0: That's cute. Though, a different experience.
1: I would buy that actually.
0: Do you know? Actually, I do merch and stuff as well. I don't know if you've I've seen come some of your that. merch.
1: Yes, I was going to wait until I'd been on the show so I could buy some.
0: <laughs> well, this is the thing. So I have a bit of a nightmare um, because if people aren't really keen and don't really want it, which is obviously not for everyone, of course. I am one hundred percent like not going to call myself marmite, but I know that people will be like, "What the fuck is this?" Yes. And I'll be like, "Yes, I'm so behind this." But like, it's that whole thing of. If no one, if there's no demand, then I can't supply. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I know. So what the
0: you mean. W- the way I'm doing it just now is through like um, a company in New York, which means the shipping's a wee bit of a fucking nightmare. But as soon as there's a bit more demand here, I'm wanting to kind of like do it local because I know a few people that like I have set up, so I can just be like, here's this, here's that. Can you do this for me? And obviously support like local community nonsense. Yeah. Um, and whatever they're doing, but it's just that way where I'm like, hmm, I'm not got a fucking clue what's going on here, guys. Like. <laughs> do we want it to be not who's buying what's going on yeah. so yeah and i have a lot of um, fun things coming up for our, like christmasy time right Which i'm excited about
1: can you share anything uh no and <laughs> um,
0: i'm working on some stuff so you just need to keep your eyes fucking peeled for the merch page and i'll put it on the original kind of get away to the podcast page as well but yeah, yeah it's so exciting but Do you have merch or anything? Do you have
1: anything like that? I don't have merch. A few people have asked over the years, like, do you have any show merch? And I'm like, no, I I discourage people from investing in this crap. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I always feel kind of bad about that kind of thing. I don't know why. Like, if you listen to... What
0: do you mean bad?
1: I guess it's being very self-conscious. I can't... Because I've done YouTube videos. I've done... Podcasts, and i do the live show and i i am not the person who can be like okay guys like comment subscribe i cannot say that i don't know why it's just something inside me that says this isn't good enough for that why are you telling people to do this so i don't isn't say anything doubt. like that. yes big self-doubt
0: do you know what like just you have to just get in the mindset of people will enjoy it people will not like it and that's fine do you know yeah i totally get what you mean because i struggled with the same stuff like when i started this and i was like oh i don't know is this weird i don't know if i should be saying this oh i don't know i don't know and i'm just like
1: fuck that there's so much i want to ask you and i i feel like i'm taking over your show but what what we're doing here on your show Uh is we're doing part one here and now this is part one of the conversation isn't it and what we're going to do is we're going to record a second part which will be airing on my show so yeah. that's why I'm saving up all my questions, because there's so much I want to ask you, but I don't want to <laughs> ask it now.
0: You're totally fine. Who, how many people would you say you have interviewed over the year <sighs> in general?
1: Uh, <laughs> this is a, that's a good question. Probably close to... It's got to be well over 100 now. Yeah. Probably closer to, to 150, maybe. Oh. Because I've done a bunch of shows on a bunch of different stations, so all included probably closer to about 150 people oh my goodness it's, it's been a it's it's a varied mix that i get yeah
0: because i've had like a to some of your guests and things so who like have you got a standout guest who you just thought oh my god you're actually insane i don't say me <laughs>
1: <laughs> one of my favorite oh i've had a bunch oh who is if i had to pick a favorite guest of uh-huh. all time I think it would probably be Tessa Violet. She's a singer from America. I absolutely adore her. And she's one of those people who I've had on the show three, four times. And you don't know what you're going to get when you go in to interview somebody. Uh, they could be good. They could be nice. They could be just be like, okay, let's fucking get on with this. Yeah. Uh, but within literally five minutes of talking to Tessa... The interview hadn't even started yet and already it felt like I'd, I'd known her for years and we just started talking and it was uh-huh. great. Like it wasn't the typical interview. We were just talking away. There's actually an interview I did with Tessa. So I think it was the second one, the third one, where I, we recorded for about 30, 40 minutes. And I actually could only air about 15, 20 minutes of it because we just go off on tangents, tangents and it would be <laughs> so not relevant and it'd be yeah, I totally get that. Kind of, and we'd kind of open up to each other and tell each other stuff and just like, oh, we should probably cut that. So Tessa yeah. Violet was a good guest. Uh, Rebecca Black as well. She came on oh, yeah. one of the old shows and she is absolutely incredible. For those who don't know Rebecca Black, she's the girl who did Friday. That's her Yeah, she's biggest. got a
0: few new songs. Yes. I actually do quite like her, yeah.
1: She is incredible. She, so that's her, I don't want to say that's her claim to fame, but that's how everyone got to know her. <laughs> yes. And so she started releasing new music, which was really good. So I had her on the show. She's been on the show, the old, she was on the old show twice, maybe three times. And she is just so quick and so smart and so funny. She is just right up there. She, she'll talk about anything. She's so open, but she, she is so quick and funny and, it makes sense because the internet beat her up when she was like 12, 13 years old. She got so much shit for Friday.
0: A hundred percent. But you know, I actually found this out the other day. I think someone like um, passed and I was playing one of her songs and they're like, oh, is that Rebecca Black? And I was like, yeah. Um, a pure, oh my God. Yeah. If you're a pure diehard fan over yes. here. But like, um, then she, what was it she said? She was like, did you know that that Friday was like her mom and dad done that to mm. get her like to be a little bit more confident?
1: Yeah. That was awful. And then just, she got
0: totally yeah. fucking slated for it. That's awful.
1: Yeah, we it really is. And it's really toxic what happened to her. And yeah. I'm not saying I'm her friend or anything, but we kind of got to know each other a little bit. She hasn't been on in a while, so we kind of drifted apart, but
0: Reach out, Rebecca.
1: Come come see us, Rebecca. <laughs> I miss you. Uh <laughs> but yeah the things that happened to her when she was just a kid like 12 13 years old when she did friday and she's come back and she's producing incredible music now yeah and she's just she's a superstar she's incredible so she's another of my favorite guests as well there is a thing that every so often somebody will ask not what is my favorite guest but what is the biggest guest you've ever had on and that's a question i don't really like answering because it's like
0: yeah, it's probably all back in the way. yeah know?
1: exactly right. and it's
0: obviously now going to be me okay yeah
1: definitely <laughs> like Caitlin from the Go wasted podcast is now my favorite guest
0: oh yeah okay of course
1: <laughs> we can put that in a t-shirt as well Caitlin is my favorite guest
0: yeah i just want to put P- things on t-shirts pg now obviously you have to get a merch line now you know i
1: do i do we, we should team up and design some some shit
0: yeah we'll get like a little pg one going that'd
1: yes. be cute yes i like the way you think this is brilliant <laughs>
0: My mind is a fucking minefield. So, <laughs> last night I was sitting um, in bed and I, I had been quite tired all day and I had a headache. So, obviously, went and got like fucking four gallons of water. Mm-hmm. And then I think all the water just went straight to my brain. And I was just sitting and I was like, oh, my God. And you know what I was thinking? I was like, it's funny how you get spots on like your face and whatever else, but you never get spots on your hands. And your hands are touching everything. There. Yeah, and your hands are like touching everything and probably one of the dirtiest parts of you because that's what you use. That's obviously why you have your hand sanitizer and your soaps and everything. But you never get spots on your hands.
1: I'm looking at my hands now thinking, has there ever been spots on my hands? But there hasn't. Good Lord, you've hit upon something.
0: Yeah, like I just sitting, in them and I was like, it's so fucking weird. And then obviously, cause just getting your hands is different, like on the inside than the outside. But like, it's just bizarre. You don't really get spots on your hands.
1: No, that's why don't you get spots on your hands? Like, like hands can get dry. They get dried out, cracked, flaky skin and whatnot sometimes. But yeah,
0: but they never get like little. You no, know, the, the correct term yeah. is pustules, which oh, is disgusting. I hate that but. Term. Dana's like a skin specialist, that's what they're called. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, you never get them. And I was just sitting and I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, you have to go to sleep. Like you sound a little bit mental right now. <laughs> you would expect
1: that. Now, because when I'm laying in bed, I kind of, I, I don't sleep on my hands, but my hands are kind of normally somewhere near my face. So it doesn't uh, okay. transfer. Why doesn't it transfer? You've blown my mind now.
0: <laughs> well yeah it was just like a weird thing i was just sitting and i was well i wasn't sitting i was lying in my bed and i just literally moved the thing, and then i just was like why do you get your hands?" and i was wow. like is, have i just needed water like what have i just done to myself why am i so awake why am i asking stupid questions what's going on like <laughs> oh god it's just a bit, a bit fucking bizarre honest to god
1: this is why i'm so glad that you do the podcast because that kind of thing <laughs> Who thinks of that kind of thing? I don't know. <laughs> I don't you... know
0: if I should be worried either.
1: <laughs> wow. That's a brilliant. I've I've never thought of that. And I don't know the answer. That's what's that's what's annoying me now.
0: I feel like the science behind it, here I go, scientist, okay. will science. be probably because your skin's like, in your hands you don't have muscles, you only have tendons. Obviously you've got some muscles like at the palm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: After the kind of midpoint, it's just tendons that move your fingers that makes sense? Yeah, I think so. So you don't have like muscles there. And then um, I feel like there's not much fat. Yeah. So it must be something to do with that. The same way like the skin under your eyes, you don't get spots. But what you do get is like little white lumps because the skin's different around your eyes. Really? Yeah. So the best way you can explain this, this is ridiculous, but your face, skin, like on your cheeks and your forehead, that is like cardboard Mm -hmm. and the skin around your eyes is like tissue paper. That's the kind of difference. Because obviously your eyes are like little jelly balls.
1: Yeah. <laughs> little jelly <laughs> balls. I know exactly what you mean, but for some reason that description and the way you said it was like, little jelly, now I'm hungry, now I want jelly. <laughs>
0: do you know what I was thinking about? Jelly tots.
1: I haven't had a jelly tot. Do
0: jelly tots still exist? Yes, but they're tiny now. Are they? Maybe I got bigger, but like, I don't.
1: <laughs> I haven't had a jelly yeah. tot in probably well over 15 years.
0: And also tutti Fruities, do you remember them? Oh, what was a tutti L- Fruity? I've... Vaguely like little kind of square fruity, like hard, like so they had like a crunchy um, coating on them, oh,
1: and they were like yes. like skittles
0: but yes. square. Yeah, I remember them now. Whatever happened to them? Love them. I think they're still here. Do you know, there's like a little corner shop across the road from that work, and they sell all the old old sweets, like you know the Milky Bar crispy rolls. Yeah. Oh um, god, yeah. I love them. They're amazing. And then what else was there? I was thinking about the other day? Um, you know the Milky Bar sweets. Uh huh. But like they had the chew. Yes. Best thing ever. Not seen it in a fucking age. Yeah, literally. Like, oh my god, it's just, it's so funny. Have you got like a pure go to sweet?
1: I really don't have one sweet that I go to. I have like seven because I'm greedy and hungry. (laughs) I really love uh, Kinder chocolate, but not the Kinder eggs, like the Kinder Kinder chocolate bars. Yeah. Oh, I love a bueno as well. I haven't had a bueno in so long. I need a bueno. Oh, you
0: mean like the little chocolate bars? I thought you were trying to say kinder bueno, sorry. <laughs>
1: oh, I like both of them. Kinder is just All incredible.
0: Why don't you like kinder eggs?
1: I don't... I. It goes back to being a kid. And I remember mm-hmm. very rarely we'd get kind of sweets and stuff because my mum didn't like giving us that kind of thing. Yeah. And I remember biting into the egg and always hitting my teeth on the capsule inside. And so why did you not learn
0: after the first time
1: because i'm stupid i'm a boy it's what i do i don't learn anything <laughs> so it's yeah that's that takes me back so every time i get a kinder egg i'm kind of paranoid about it and shy not shy around it like hey kinder egg do you want to be eaten that sounded really bad but yeah uh, i
0: was a proper brute about it i would split it in half and eat half and half
1: right so um you were smart about it
0: uh-huh. <laughs> smart and brutal all the same. Um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) That needs to be on a t-shirt as well. Smart bro. Um,
0: But like, do you know they're banned in the Americas, in the United States?
1: But yeah, Kinder Eggs (laughs) are banned in America. They're not allowed over there. It's silly. Do you know
0: why? Because the kids were eating them the way you were eating them. And they were like, oh, it's a choking hazard. But here, I have a fucking handgun. Yes. Um.
1: (laughs) That's Like, what the fuck? That doesn't make any sense. Why are you like this, America? Who hurt you?
0: Donald Trump, several others, um,
1: that motherfucker,
0: <laughs> that big orange man. Uh, so, did you? Were you following the election? Were you kind of oh, watching yes. all of that nonsense? Yes, yeah,
1: because I, I talk about it a lot on the radio show. So, oh dear, I followed the election. I was actually doing a i i live stream on Twitch, and I was doing an election night special where I was talking about what was going on and following the news channels and stuff in America. So. Ah. it was fun but the problem is because everything took so long like the election wasn't settled that night it took a couple took a week or so to finally confirm
0: yeah that was the longest fucking thing ever oh my god
1: it's like are we getting rid of this motherfucker or not just tell him to fuck off I don't want him anymore and it's not even my country so, because it took so long, there was nothing really for me to do on the live stream. So, at one point, I just picked up my cat and was just stroking my cat, like, yeah, my cat's here. My cat cares.
0: Little Dr. Evil. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, Mr. Biggles. I used to do that in fishing so much better. I can't do it anymore. One Million Dollars. I remember that film. I used to like that film. It was so. I still like that film. What am I saying? I used to like it. Yeah, it's still a very good film. <laughs> I haven't seen it in a while, though. Maybe I should rewatch it. We should do a commentary. Okay. For Austin Powers,
0: oh my god, we should
1: like we should sit and watch. Like we should sit and stream it because we can't meet up. So we should sit and stream it and just record a commentary for Austin Powers.
0: Hundred percent, hundred percent. That'd be so damn cute. Deal. (laughs) Um, do you know I absolutely love like the Fembots?
1: Yes. Oh, there. Yes, I'd love the Fembots
0: what a vibe like i was actually gonna do it for halloween i think but obviously halloween got cancelled halloween yeah. is like my favorite time of year like i cannot express to you as i call it because my hair is like kind of predominantly blonde right um although i'm naturally a brunette um, are you yeah <laughs> you
1: I, I did not know about i wish i was a brunette What? Well, are you a ginger i'm blonde are you blonde yeah i thought you were ginger no i'm blonde how dare you but listen,
0: we're Scottish. So let's not yes. be too nasty about the redhead. I do love a redhead.
1: I love um, a redhead as well.
0: Yeah, you just don't want to be one. I feel like, is that is that hypocritical? I don't know. I don't know. We'll get you a ginger wig and a kilt and we'll recreate the shortbread adverts.
1: I'd be, I've got I've got a kilt, so all we need is the ginger wig <laughs> and I can just stand on the hill and let the wind blow <laughs> past me and look interesting. It'll be brilliant.
0: I'll throw packets of porridge at you. That'll be fine. Oh,
1: that's a good um, idea.
0: <laughs> Cooked or uncooked, nobody knows.
1: Um <laughs> If you if you hear me yelling, Ah
0: it burns, stop
1: then it's cooked.
0: And then I will keep going. Um so <laughs>
1: <laughs> Promises, promises.
0: Who doesn't like to be burned by porridge? Let's be do you ever have porridge?
1: I sometimes have porridge. I'm not big on breakfast, but every so often I will I have a thing where I go through breakfasts and I like porridge and crunchy nut cornflakes. I fucking love crunchy nut cornflakes. How good are crunchy nut cornflakes?
0: They are good. I honestly come and go with cereal. Like I'm not too stressed. Um, I fucking love poached eggs and avocado.
1: See, that's where you and me differ. This is where our roads diverge because I don't like eggs. I've never liked eggs. I just can't deal with them.
0: So the song, How Do You Like Your Eggs in the Morning, does not apply to you?
1: <laughs> it, it does not. How do you like your eggs in the morning? I don't. Shove them in your hole. Piss off.
0: Put the eggs back in the fridge. I don't want that. Get the crunchy nut out, bitch. I usually have toast, to be honest. Um, And if I have time, I'll have poached eggs and things. I just love it. Love, love, love. I love cinnamon. The cinnamon crunch. Oh,
1: yes. I used to love them, but I haven't had them in so long. So I don't know if they've changed the recipe. Because every so often, they'll spice up the. Well, I say spice. They'll change the recipe (laughs) for whatever reason. Like maybe they need to save budget so they'll change one ingredient or something, make it cheaper or whatnot. So I don't know if they're still good.
0: (laughs) I I think they're still good. Um, I trust your judgment. Well, yeah, I fully support it. Run out and buy some Cinnamon Crunch and maybe they'll sponsor me, I don't know. So then (laughs) 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 I'm influencing a nation Um, (laughs) and (laughs) <laughs> an influence are fucking bullshit i said that to somebody they were like oh you're such an influence and i said the only thing that influences people to talk shit like that's it. That it that's it um, that's still
1: a good thing to impart on people
0: yeah just talk whatever you want to talk just don't be offensive yeah <laughs> you're single yes yes so nice so you're not alone um and then do you use dating apps
1: i have used dating apps in the past what and apps have you used I have tried plenty of fish I've tried match what's the other one I tried I'm, I'm current I uh, was trying with Facebook dating but that's a fuckery all to itself oh
0: don't don't do that I've oh, never done normal.
1: that uh, oh, it sounds horrific it really is so primarily plenty of fish and match.com and I'm sure there was another one but I can't remember it off the top of my head oh tinder okay. I tried tinder oh tinder for like a tinder. day yeah <laughs> of all these um, apps and i've swiped left on so many people i've only ever gotten one reply no two likes are, and one reply
0: are you quite picky
1: not really no as long as somebody's kind of breathing that's as much as i need
0: oh dear dear god so you don't need consciousness in a hand just, <laughs> just well, some consciousness
1: breath. would be helpful <laughs> this, sound, this took accurate. a turn This makes it sound like I'm stalking the the hospital awards at night. Like, oh, there's an unconscious person. Hello there, you're breathing.
0: Hello, Gertrude.
1: (laughs) Who's Gertrude?
0: A wee old lady. Oh, okay, Um, I see.
1: (laughs) I see what you did there.
0: But basically, I have never used Match, I have never used Plenty of Fish, and I am never, to the day I die, going to use Facebook for dating. Because I get enough people in my DMs, like on facebook and i just actually don't really use facebook people will message me on facebook and they can expect like a fucking two-week delay in response time like because i talk to people on twitter instagram i have obviously a few instagrams and then my facebook i just properly neglect it which is awful people sometimes text me and i don't even see it like that's the amount of notifications i get which is why sometimes it's so hard to get a hold of me
1: yeah
0: um because i talk so much shit to so many people and then of course i've got my dating apps because I'm on them. So I'm going to give you some helpful advice.
1: Please do. I will take anything I can get. Like, I'm not precious. Just anything. Please help me.
0: (laughs) Bumble is good. I'm a big advocate for Bumble. The girl makes the first mm, move. Yes. But that is where it gets interesting because obviously I work predominantly with females and a lot of my clientele are women. So... I'll talk to them about their experiences and everything else. And what I have found in my vast research of people in Glasgow is that girls are so frightened to make the first move, which is so alien to me because, what the fuck, why would you be on an app where the girl has to make the first move to not make the first move?
1: Yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Like, I would have thought, I like the idea of Bumble. I'm big on the idea of, like, the, the, the girl making the first move because men are fucking creepy, so... I like that yeah. idea. It's a good idea. Just nobody it's good to be. Like
0: Find someone. We'll get you there. Hopefully. Um, 100%. We'll get you there in the aisle. Don't worry. Your biological clock has still got some time. You're all right.
1: <laughs> see, you say that, but I was having this conversation with a friend a couple of days ago, and I was like, because uh, another friend of ours had a baby, and uh, I was like, my biological clock is ticking. My ovaries are rusting, and I don't even have ovaries. What are we doing here?
0: Well Rod Stewart has kids and he's like basically dead, so yeah.
1: Rod Stewart is like being <laughs> held up by strings and puppetry at this point.
0: I'm chicken wire in there. <laughs>
1: and a voice box, <laughs> whenever you press the button it's it's got like that tinny, awful microphone. It's like whenever you press yeah. the Rod Stewart button. Bumble's good. Yes.
0: Like this is the thing, though. Like, you do have to treat it as a game. Like, don't get too bogged down. And it says to everyone, like, you you literally cannot have it as, like, a serious thing. Yeah. Um, it's a bit of a just kind of piss take, which sounds so bad, and it makes me sound like a fucking player and a half, but you do have to just take it at face value and just be, like, some fucking random that I'm probably never, ever going to meet or see. Like, so if you message them and they don't come back with him, then it's going to go nowhere, obviously. Yeah. Um, so that's my kind of advice to the girls. I'm like, just fucking go for it. Just rip the past right out of them. Um, and I do that anyway, because that's what I'm just like as a person. <laughs> so <laughs> may as well start the ball rolling as I mean to go on. You're going to yeah. get fucking ripped to shred daily. So just accept it and move on.
1: Being single. Uh-huh. How has it, I don't know if I'm wording this the right way, but has lockdown impacted that? Like, Have you realised anything like you want new relationships after lockdown or anything like that?
0: i think everyone wants companionship by the end of the day everyone wants that person that they can just talk about with, go and do fun things like because i have a lot of pals that are coupled up so i kind of right now i'm like me and one other person like the only single ones you know yeah so it just depends like i've had some pretty shitty relationships like it just is what it is and i've dealt with like a lot of stuff like in and out of dating and in and out of, like, commitment. It just, it is what it is. Like, you can't really... What's for? You won't go by. yet. Divine timing and all that good stuff. Yeah. But, you know, just as long as you're making the most of the fucking ride to get to that destination is the biggest thing for me.
1: That's so interesting. I've had some really, really bad relationships as well. And I'm the kind of person where it sticks with me mm-hmm. and it affects... It doesn't affect future relationships going forward, but it does make me think, like, what is this person doing? Or especially if, like, my next relationship does something that happened in the last relationship, and I'm like, ooh, okay, that sounds familiar, that looks familiar, I've seen this before, and it does kind of... I don't know if freak me out is the right term, but it does make me more aware of things. It gives
0: you gives you some flashes. Well, this is the thing. Everyone has their own experience. Everyone draws on the experience of what they've had before. And you just need someone that understands that and is willing to maybe make you feel more comfortable with mm-hmm. things that you've dealt with. Like, obviously, so I have said in the past, cheating. Yes. There's different grades of it. There's different lines. There's different, like, what isn't, isn't acceptable. There's texting with intent. There's obviously like the more kind of like serious shit, like sexting and anything that you think I wouldn't be happy if this was done to me or if you have to hide anything. Yeah. You know? So it just depends. This is the thing as well because obviously I'm a girl, I'm online, my account is public. Like I do get a lot of like indecent images and Mm -hmm. harassment and whatever else. And guys sometimes get raging about that. And I'm like, well, I didn't ask for this yeah like it's different if I was doing it to other people or if I had found someone or someone I used to date or whatever was on my socials and we were standing stuff like that still regardless of the relationship with the guy so I just I think it depends but everyone 100% has their kind of limits of what they do and don't want and then I think you have to just be so mindful that everyone's got their own shit going on and everyone's had to deal with so much shit you know so it's just nice to be nice <laughs>
1: it's the baseline But that being said, don't you get so frustrated sometimes by people? Like I was listening to your last episode with people in the masks. And it's like put the fucking thing over your face. I don't want to see your nose. I don't want to see your lips. Put the fucking thing over your face. It's not hard. That kind of thing really irks me with people.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like this is the thing. Like I honestly do take everything as a joke. Um, I would say even when I'm like ranting talking shit, talking about serious issues. Like, it's still comical in a way. Yeah. Like, it's kind of got, like, a fun little twist. Um, And you're like, oh, my God, like, you can kind of get behind it. That's how I deal with things.
1: Yeah, because that's your energy. That's what you want to put into the world.
0: Yeah, like, I'm just like, everything's a fucking joke. Everything's a piss take. Whether it is or not.
1: (laughs) Going back to what you were saying about dating, like when you were like, okay, yeah, I'm going to talk to this guy, we're going to rip the piss. Do you find that if you're kind of ripping the piss with a guy and there's some back and forth going, does that make you more endeared to a guy? Does that make you like him more? Like, okay, he can put up with my shit, so maybe this is something that can go somewhere?
0: It's not even if they can put up with it, because everyone can put up with it. (laughs) It's whether or not they can give me it back right okay if now this is the thing as well i'll put in my bio like good chat if you can handle it like you take that as a challenge whatever it is Do you know yeah. what i mean but this is the thing with men they do come at you and they try and challenge you and they try and trip you up and they try and match what you're giving them mm-hmm. but they surpass that and in go into pure vulgarity or they are just, like, wildly inappropriate or they start just, like, being really fucking nasty. If they can take the piss at themselves a little bit and then it becomes, like, the jokey backwards and forwards, 100% game. Mm-hmm. But this is something that I've had to put in Bumble as well. I'm like, if you can be funny without being just, like, downright offensive yeah, and, like, nasty, then, you know, that's the vibe. Which is funny because if you listen to, like, a lot of what guys do say, it is quite derogatory and it is quite discriminatory against, like, women
1: Yes Or
0: like minorities Whereas for me Everyone's fair game But I would never go after Sahin so I don't know Like unchangeable So personal So like You wouldn't want to make someone feel shit You just want to take the piss a little bit So I'm slagging off someone's glasses Take your glasses off You know, like it's just a joke.
1: Yeah, there's no need to be wearing your glasses, mate. What are you doing?
0: Yeah, so it just depends. Like, it it depends, obviously. If they can backwards and forwards with me, 100%, I'm game for that, and that's the vibe. I hope that answers your question. I kind of just went off on one, but yeah. (laughs) It does. Obviously, we can't go anywhere. We Mm -hmm. are trapped in the corona crisis situation. Yep. Where's your dream holiday? Where would you love to go? What's like your kind of maybe not a destination, but like then
1: I'd like to go somewhere warm but quiet. Oh. Like a night I'm not hot on beaches, but a nice beach with some water yeah. that you can go walking in, some nice heat, some good food. Somewhere like that. Have you
0: seen the um what's it called? The beach with the little pigs that swim in it?
1: I have, yes. The pigs that swim Pinchier in the water. They? It's awesome but kinda of terrifying because pigs will eat anything. And I'm afraid yes. that I'll be swimming along or hanging out in the water and i'll feel something on the foot and i'll look down and a pig has bitten off one of my little piggies that terrifies me you
0: know that's actually a fun thing um do you ever play like video games yes do you ever play far cry
1: i've seen people play far cry but i've never seen i've never played it myself
0: one of the scenes in far cry is like a guy killing people and then he drops parts of the bodies down into a pig's pen Mm-hmm. Because you know how they eat everything and they digest everything, so if yeah. you're ever getting rid of a body, you can just feed people to like pigs.
1: Yeah, that's been. There'll be nothing left.
0: Li- yeah, hundred percent. Um, it's just actually funny when you mentioned it. I just thought this is like probably the nicest thing I could bring up. <laughs> <laughs> a video game that's not in any way
1: real. I just don't want to be eaten by anything. Like I don't want to go in the ocean because I don't like shark. The idea of a shark eating me, even though sharks don't eat a lot of people, attacks are very rare. And the thing about shark attacks is sharks don't actually bite people or eat people for food. They just do it because you're there. So sharks are assholes, so I don't want to be eaten by a shark, and I don't want to be eaten by a pig. So I'd, I'd like to go in the sea, but not that far in, in the sea. Just a nice little beach to walk along. What about you? Do you have a, a nice holiday destination when all this is over, somewhere you want to run away to?
0: Um, I actually was talking about this the other day. Now, this is not really a destination. This is more like a dream home. Okay. <laughs> But, like, in the woods, near a cliff.
1: Right.
0: At the water. Very Disney princess-like.
1: That is very kind of Disney princess It's a very, like,
0: romantic setting, isn't it? Like, big kind of castle, totally surrounded by, like, woods and that. You wouldn't be able to find it if you didn't know where you were going. Yeah. And then a big cliff edge and, like, all the sea.
1: And then yeah. while you're singing in the woods one morning while you're while you're out getting your water and whatever it is, a big handsome lumberjack <laughs> comes along and starts singing with you.
0: Probably run the other way, but <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. I think that would be so nice. Um I just love the water. Yeah. I absolutely loved water. Um I also am terrified of sharks. I've never told anyone this. Well that's not true. I told one guy, but um I never told anyone else apart from that one guy. Um do you ever close your eyes in the shower? Yes. And do you ever see anything in your head? Sometimes.
1: I, When I'm in the shower, uh, mm. wh- where does your head go?
0: Without a doubt, without a question, it is never like, not the same thing. So I feel like this is how I died previously in another life. It is like green murky water and a shark and right. coming right at my face.
1: Maybe that is how, you, maybe it's past life regression. Maybe that is how you died in a past life.
0: Yeah, like, I am absolutely, like, so scared of sharks. They actually freak me out so much. But I would still go swimming with them.
1: Would you be in, like, the metal cage and stuff, or would you want to go, like, free, free <laughs> would, swimming?
0: No, I would be in the cage. If they just bite you for the fucking sake, yeah, then I'm not going to be in there <laughs> like that. I'm not trying to recreate the shower scene, but... yeah. Um, yeah, but it's so fucking weird. Like, if I close my eyes it is always the same.
1: Have you thought tried any kind of past life regression, trying to find out if this is a past life or anything
0: no like i've never really thought too much about it i've just kind of the fact that it is so regular it's always the exact same scene <laughs> that, yeah it's just a bit fucking mental i'm so but, curious um,
1: now there's so much i want to know uh when you're seeing this is it always from the same perspective or do you ever watch it happening or do you ever look around and see anything else in, in the scene as well
0: no no so it's like um once you kind of <laughs> once you recognize the threat. You know how you are just like watching that to see what's going to happen
1: next? Yeah.
0: So the threat is obviously this shark coming towards me, but it's like gloomy because it's obviously like green, murky water. Yeah. Yeah, and it just comes right at your face.
1: That's so interesting. I wonder why. I wonder where that came from. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's so bizarre. I've never seen anything like that. I don't think in real life. Like, it's obviously like pre made in in the brain.
1: Yeah. And does that put you off going into water things like showers or baths or swimming pools or anything?
0: No, no. Um, I literally loving
1: the bath. That's one of my career goals. Like, I don't want to be a millionaire. I don't want a mansion. I don't want fast cars. I just want a house t- with a bath in it. That's my whole mm-hmm. career goal. Once I've gotten that, I'll retire. I'll fuck off into the woods and take my bathtub <laughs> with me and live in it.
0: What is your kind of dream home? My dream
1: home? I'd like something... I mean, we all like a big house, but I don't want, like, a massive house where it's like, here's your 72nd bedroom and your 14th bathroom. Like, I'd like a house that's comfortable enough. Mm-hmm. Like, again, going back to career goals, if I ever did have a big career that paid me millions, one of the first things I'd ever buy is, like, a house so that I knew I at least had that. Like, I had that security. Kind of kind of a dull... I'm kind of dull that way, but...
0: No, like, you know, safe. that's totally wise. Like, I would do the exact same um, if I ever was to, like... They win a lottery or whatever, I would 100% be a little Hermione bitch about it, and I would just be like, okay, we're going to invest some shit, we're going to like get some houses, some property because it's secure. Yep, it's not going to fluctuate like that's your property.
1: And if you do lose yeah. everything, you still have that place,
0: okay, boys and babes. That is us for part one, and um, you can catch me on the Peter Grummer Show um, for part two. And it was an absolute pleasure chatting to you,
1: Peter. Thank you so much for having me. This was fun. I don't get to go on other people's shows often, so it was an interesting experience to do this.
0: Yeah, just sit and chat and chat with me for about 100%. Who yes. doesn't love
1: it. It's brilliant. Let's do this every week.
0: <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, that is us for part one of um, me and Peter's little double team up, little situation. I um, hope you really enjoyed listening to that. Thank you, Peter, for recording us both. So it made my life a little bit easier. What you can do to find it for part two. And as always, connect with me through Twitter and Instagram. There's also a Facebook page you need to do it if you feel like you want to speak to me or whatever else you can. A lot of big things coming. I hope you are all staying safe, loving life. As best you can, and you know, survive in this shit show we are in at the moment. But keep your eyes peeled for fun things coming up in part two with Peter interviewing me on his radio show. Alright, boys and babes. Um yeah, have a fun fucking day, and I will see you next Sunday um.